is a Woodside Church podcast. Well, welcome again to you. Uh, if I hadn't had a chance to say to you, my name's Martin. Uh, great to have you with us. Uh, we're doing things a bit different today. We want to share lots of different news items about what God is doing amongst us. Uh, there's other things going on in the room. We have the kids are having their Christmas party this morning. Uh, and the youth are having their Christmas party this morning. Hallelujah. And we're having our Christmas party in here this morning. Uh, although it may look a bit different to theirs, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, we, um, we have, as I say, we have some things we want to share. Uh, and we have some things we want to pray to God for and thank him for, celebrate and call out to him for. Uh, but actually, one of, the, one of my favorite verses in the Bible uh, that referenced prayer is from Philippians 4, uh, when uh, Paul said these words, Rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. Then he says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and thanksgiving, sorry, by, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God so we're going to be presenting some requests to God today said Lord please would you help us in this but it says that we should do that with thanksgiving and so I thought it'd be great to start by giving some uh, space for testimony Uh, and so I've asked Christine Smith uh, to come and share this morning uh, about how God has been using her uh, with friends and in the workplace Uh, really as an encouragement to us all as we think about the Christmas season Uh, as we probably long for many of our friends and family uh, to come to know God and show an interest in God. So I've asked Christine to share. Christine. As if by magic. You right? You can stand wherever you like. You need this one. Um, Some of you might know that we rent out a room in our house on Airbnb, so people come and go and visit every now and again. Um, and we always pray for them, and often we'll chat to people about God and Jesus and faith. Um, and we've had lots of interesting conversations over the years, and various people have kind of gone a bit deeper with those conversations, shall I say. So one of them, um, a particular lady, is Zara here this morning? She couldn't make it. Um, she was going to stand up and talk about it from her side, but she was um, much more uh, very interested. So she started coming to church with us, and um, and then a couple of weeks later, we were praying with her. Um, Teresa and I were praying with her, and Teresa said, "Would you like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior?" And the, and, and says, "Ara went, yes, I would." So I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> so, so, um, so then I was thinking, well, what what do we do now? And various friends of our family were doing something called Discovery Bible Study. So for, I think probably a lot of people in the room know about it. But we, So I started doing that with her. And it was just astonishing. I learned so much. Um, one time, in, I remember, we were looking at the story of the um, demonic, who, the um, demon-possessed man who was outside the town. And nobody knew what to do with him because he was so mentally ill and he was chained up. And I've heard lots of stories about uh, lots of people preach on how about the pigs and why that was significant because Jesus cast out the demon and it went into pigs and they went over the hillside. But she, it just God just spoke to her and said, "He, oh, I'm just amazed that God really heals people who have mental health difficulties." That speaks to me so much, and I saw it from a completely different perspective. And then. 
as, as I'm sure lots of us do, we often pray for um, our workplace. So I've been chatting to people at work and there was a lady at work who cares for her mum. So we've been chatting about caring for elderly mums. And then the conversation turned to faith and God and prayer. And um, so we've started doing Discovery Bible Study, me and her. Um, and one week I, I sent her the, um, the, the Bible app so that she could find it in the Bible in different versions. Next time we met, she said, oh, I really like that. There's a, there's a daily devotional in it, isn't there? And I've been reading that every day and praying every day. And God's real. And I'm, okay. <laughs> so, um, and, and actually the, she was chatting one day about how she's found that when she's praying... It really makes a difference if she thanks God first. And I said, oh, there's a bit in the Bible about that, you know. So we got up the Bible and we both looked at it, and it's just incredible. Um, and and I, so I've, my thinking on, and my, almost my theology, I think, on um, bringing people to God and sharing my faith has really, really changed. And... And it's been a delight to see God speaking to other people through the Bible and them hearing what he's saying direct with them. And so it's less about, you know, have I got the right thing to say? Um, and much more about just, just helping them um, learn about God. And I was saying to my sister yesterday, it's more like just catching apples off a tree. You know, it's there. Um, so, yeah, thank you, God. Well done, Christine. Brilliant. Next Sunday is our carol service. And the theme for our carol service is good news. And uh, you may be familiar from Luke 2. Maybe we can have the verse on the screen. The angel said these words, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. In a moment, I'd love us to pray for not just our carol service, but actually the Christmas season. We have five events uh, that are coming up, which I think will be on the screen. Uh, we have a carol service next week. It's going to be at 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, you can come here at 10 o'clock if you want to and get a good seat. Uh, <laughs> But it will be at 4.30 to next Sunday afternoon. We then have a family Christmas service the week after. We'll do something a bit different. We've not done this in this way. Uh, it's going to be very much a family service. Uh, it's going to be, if you're familiar with the Christingle that our Anglican friends uh, use, it's going to be very similar to that, So, so which uses a, a, an illustration to demonstrate the amazing gospel. And so we're going to be doing something a little bit different for us. Then there's the Christmas Day service. Please note the 24th. Uh, we don't have a service. That's on Christmas Eve. That's on the Sunday. But Christmas Day we do at 10.30 New Year's Eve. There's a morning service, as you can see. And in the evening of New Year's Eve, we have our watch night service, which is our crossover service. And we're looking forward to, to celebrating and praying and declaring God's goodness as we enter the new year together. So we've got a fun-packed Christmas ahead. You thought Christmas was going to be quiet this year, right? <laughs> but we want to pray about these things. I'm really encouraged by what Christina shared. I'm really encouraged uh, that God is using her uh, with those close to her. And I want to pray for our Christmas season uh, that we would see friends and family move closer to God.
That's my prayer. I've got people on my, my sort of checklist. Lord, please, would you work in that person's life, in that person's life. And sometimes my faith is, Lord, would you save them this Christmas? Sometimes. Other times it's, Lord, will you bring them closer to you this Christmas? Would you bring them a step closer on their journey? Uh, so I'd love us to do that. But I would love us to do that with Thanksgiving. And we all have much to celebrate. Uh, and so we're going to pray now. And I'm going to encourage you, just where you're sat, if you want to pray with the person next to you, of course you can. But please feel very relaxed to pray just where you are. And let's pray for this Christmas season. Thank God for all the blessings that you know in your life. But also let's call out that God will bless us. He'll be with us by his presence, by his spirit. And that many people would move closer to him as we celebrate good news this Christmas season. Is that all right? Okay, let's pray together. Let's pray. Yeah, God, we thank you for the many blessings that we know in our lives. We thank you that we can rejoice this season knowing that good news has come into our lives. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that you have revealed yourself as the Savior, the Messiah. Uh, Lord, I thank you that we can echo the cry of the angels, that we, there is no need to be in fear. Lord, I thank you that there is no need to be overwhelmed by anxiety or trouble or uncertainty. Lord, those things come, we know, and life can be challenging, Lord, but we thank you that, that surpassing all those things is good news, that a Messiah has been born. Uh, we thank you, Jesus, for the new life that you've brought into our lives too. Uh, and Lord, we do pray for this Christmas season. Uh, Lord, we, we pray that it will be a time of great celebration. Uh, we pray for the many uh, uh, events that we've got running. Lord, we pray that each of them will be impacted. Uh, each of them will, will display something of your glory and your goodness. We pray, Lord, that your presence would come amongst us as we gather, as we rejoice, as we declare that a saviour is born. And Lord, I pray for for those who don't know you, those that maybe our loved ones or our close friends or our colleagues or our neighbours. Lord, we pray, Lord, this year, we pray that many, many, many would move closer to you. Lord, we pray that many would discover that there is a saviour that has died for them, that there is a Jesus that wants, wants abundant life for them, that has a purpose for them. Lord, I pray that many would come to faith this year. Many would uh, speak to us in, in different contexts, like we've heard from Christine this morning, that many would, would inquire about, about the God that we know and love. Many would have, have a, a desire to even read the Bible and learn more about your truth. God, we pray, would you break into the lies of those around us? Lord God, we, we, this world is, is troubled. Our nation is troubled. But we, haven't, we have the answer. We have the answer, Lord. And so we pray that in some way your spirit would move in many people's lives. And lives would be changed and lives would be transformed. And Jesus, you would be glorified this Christmas. We thank you, Lord, that we can cry out, we've got good news to share. We thank you that we can celebrate, even in the midst of some challenges, some big challenges globally. But we can still declare that we have good news because God has visited earth. Emmanuel, God with us. And he's with us today by his spirit. We celebrate these things, Lord. And we pray, would these be the mark of all that we do as we gather this Christmas season? That we would declare that Jesus is alive. That good news has come. 
and that we have been set free and we have a new purpose and a new relationship with our Father in heaven. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. One of the things we want to do this Christmas uh, is have a particular focus for our Christmas offering. And we would normally have a Christmas offering uh, uh, normally uh, uh, this time. In fact, it's going to be for the Christmas season, so it's not like just for the carol service. It's throughout the whole season. And uh, you should have been given cards as you came. And maybe, were you given cards as you came? Okay, you've got some details of, of the different dates. I just wanted to make mention of that. Uh, but we're going to be uh, doing something this year that we feel very passionate about uh, at a time uh, when uh, uh, we, uh, for many of us, will be celebrating with families and friends, I trust. Uh, but there are always those that are struggling and in challenge and in difficulty and we want to be also as we celebrate good news we want to be good news to others and so our, our Christmas offering really has a twin focus uh, one is focusing on something called Christmas in a box which in a moment Summer will share about that uh, and we're partnering with our good friends in All Nations Church uh, with that but also the other thing that we want to uh, give towards is our befriending service uh, linking lives many of us are involved in this in the church family it runs from Woodside, it's something that uh, serves those who are isolated. Uh, and the thinking is, is we want to have a bit of a target this year. I'm not sure if we've done this of recent, but we want a bit of a faith target, a bit of a goal, uh, so we can really be generous. And so we're thinking we want to try and raise £6,000 together and split that between those two initiatives so we can really make a bit of a punch into people's lives. I'm not sure if that's a good phrase to use, a punch into people's lives when we think of the offering. But you know what I mean. And we're doing this across the two families, the two congregations, of course. They'll be sharing this as well this morning. Uh, and so I'd love um, Brian and Ruth to come and share about those two things, just so we understand exactly what we're calling out to God for. And then we're going to pray together. Is that right? Brian, Ruth, you can come and join me. Should we welcome these guys? <laughs> Fine-looking pair. <laughs> <laughs> Morning everyone, my name is Ruth and I just want to take a moment to say something about the befriending service. So the main aim of the befriending service is to change lives through friendship. And what we seek to do is to recruit volunteers, train them. We've got some amazing people in our church and outside of the church who are our volunteers who we call befrienders. And then we match them with people who usually are referred to us by perhaps the NHS or other social prescribers who are particularly lonely or socially isolated. And uh, we, we do um, assessments and we try and kind of work out who's going to be the best match with people so that friendship can emerge. And the way they do it is they usually visit um, the person they're linked with once a week for an hour. And uh, we, we have lots of amazing stories. Our link friends, though, we call the clients link friends, and they often say that it's the highlight of their week, their one-hour visit. We have one um, pairing who, they're both retired teachers, and I don't know what they talk about, but they come away, both of them saying they've had such a good laugh. And it really brings joy into people's lives. And at the moment, we have nearly uh, 40 befrienders and about 20 for volunteers so um, we're we're running at maximum and uh, the one of the things that we win we are funded a little bit 
by the church and we have a lot of support from the church, but most of our funding comes from gifts and grants and that kind of thing. So hence, um, we've been included in the offering for this year. Is that sufficient? Okay, okay. Well done, Ruth. Right, uh, Christmas in a Box is it's a ministry um, that I've been involved in when I was at All Nations, and it was started many, many years ago through just giving some a Christmas hamper to, to people who are in need. And we know there's lots of people in need in our community, don't we? And actually, the food bank do such an amazing work. But it's also something about... At Christmas time, giving people uh, a box of food um, that will really bless them, and, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So um, this ministry, when it started, as I say, was just one or two hampers, and it, God's just blessed it, and it's grown and grown and grown, and they give over 800 hampers now to, to people in need in the community, and we just felt that that really fitted what we wanted to serve and really help is folk in our community reaching out to families particularly at at Christmas time families can really struggle can't they because it's just if the money's not there it's such a struggle when you've got young kids um, and and other siblings around and and so just to be able to give to something like this that's just going to enable people in our community to get a food hamper uh, it's not going to solve all their problems by any means, but it, it is something that's going to be a real blessing. We really pray that every hamper that goes to, to someone in need uh, is, is just like a box of amazing blessings that, that they receive it. And actually, we used to have um, people come back to us and say, oh, when I gave that hamper to that family, you should have seen their faces and there were tears um, and it's a lovely, lovely thing that you, you make a difference in someone's life in that way. And so we're giving, uh, part of the offering is, is for Christmas in a box to, ha- box to happen, really, and, and just to help make it happen and be a blessing in our community. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Ruth. I tell you, let's stand for a moment, shall we? I just, because I, I fall asleep if I sit down too long. That's not joking, is it? I uh, really want to pray for, for, for a bumper Christmas offering uh, that we can really bless these families. We've already actually, as you can imagine, the, the, the Christmas in a Box team are already putting these hampers together. So we've already committed. Uh, so we're, we're trusting that, that, that the church is with us on this. Okay, um, But let's just pray that God, God uh, speaks to us, leads us, and that we can be a blessing in these areas. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for speaking to us those five, six years ago about starting a befriending service and we had no idea where it was going to end up and that we started the same month the first lockdown was um, initiated and God, it's just been your grace into so many people's lives and um, Lord, we look to you, we trust you, God, for the future of the service that we, we just ask, Lord, that you would release finance for us and we would find favour as grant applications are made and, and all the other things that you know about. And 
Um, Lord, just have your hand uh, on this service for it to continue. I, I want to pray for those in our um, befriending community for whom Christmas is a real challenge because they're lonely a lot of the year and then it becomes so much worse this time of the year. So I want to pray your presence and your peace and the good news of what Christmas is really all about would enter people's hearts in a very special way this Christmas and I ask Jesus that you would you would just help us with this offering we I thank you we've got a faith target is it come on you know I feel that Lord and I pray God that you would you would just um, pour your spirit out on our hearts and on our wallets and everything that needs this to happen we ask this in your name amen yeah, Father, we thank you for that Christmas in a Box ministry, Lord. It is, it is amazing that we get to reach out to people in our community in this way, Lord. And, and Lord, we just pray your blessing on it. We pray for all those that are putting hampers together in the next few days or so much work that needs to be done. But we pray for your provision in Jesus' name. And Lord, we pray particularly for all those who are going to be receiving hampers. And we pray that it would be a box of blessings. Yes. Lord, I pray that you would touch every single box that as they go into their homes, Lord Jesus, that it would really bless them this time at Christmas. Lord, would you, would you just pour yourself out, Lord, in, in an amazing way through hampers, through food um, to help people at Christmas time. And we just thank you for this opportunity that we get to just play a part in so many different lives that we probably will never see. Uh, thank you, Lord. Amen. I'd love to, uh, to go more broader now, if I may. Please keep praying for those things. I uh, look forward to seeing you next Sunday afternoon at 4.30. That's right, isn't it? Okay, okay. 4.30, okay. Uh, now, what I'd love us to do is really think about some of the things that are happening around the world. There's some really challenging things. I want to do this in two ways. Uh, in a moment, I'd love us to pray for some of the, the uh, conflicts and wars that we'll be so familiar with. And I feel it's important that we keep calling to God for those things and knowing that he hears our prayers. I mean, he hears our prayers. And we are uniting with, with believers across the globe that are doing the same. And so I think we, we'd be good to do that in a moment. I also want to talk more positively about the, some of the things that our family is involved with uh, around the globe as well. And so I want to pray for some of the huge things going on. I also want to share a little bit about um, what we're doing as a church family uh, in different parts of the world as well. So we'll, we'll come to that. So I'd love to do this in two sections as we think more, more globally. But first, uh, I'd love us to pray uh, for the different conflicts, the different uh, tragic situations that we'll be aware of. Uh, of course, if you've been following the news, uh, you'll see in the Middle East that violence has started again. Uh, and so what was looking you know, encouraging, although very, all very, very difficult, uh, it feels that that's now they're moving away from that. So we need to pray uh, for those uh, in authority uh, in that part of the world uh, for, and pray for Palestinians and pray for Israelis and just pray that God would move in that difficult situation, horrific situation. Uh, also, we mustn't forget, it, it, it always shocks me how our media is so selective on what it wants to talk about. Uh, and so we must keep praying for the war in Ukraine uh, and for our good friends that are with us 
uh, from that part of the world, of course. Uh, but there's other things going on, the, 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 the war in Sudan, uh, and there's probably other, other conflicts that you can mention. We, we've got to keep praying. We've got to keep calling out to God. Uh, and I know sometimes prayer can be, can be, can be hard, but, you know, we've got to do this. Uh, and so I'd love us to cry out to God for those situations. Um, and, um, and forgive me, I'm going to ask you to stand again. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, but, but maybe we could all speak out together, yeah? Uh, as a sort of South Korean style of prayer meeting, that is. Uh, when I see my, my friends in West Africa, that, that's how they pray. They don't do this one-at-a-time prayer thing. They all pray together. And sometimes there's a moment that requires that sort of prayer. So, so, so let's do it. Let's all call out together as we pray for God to move in these different situations. Let's pray. Let's go. Lord God, we pray that you would have mercy on us. Uh, we pray that you would intervene in these different situations, these troubling situations. Uh, Lord, uh, there is complexity, we realize. But Lord, we look to you and we trust you. And we pray, Lord God, would you bring peace in our world? Would you bring peace in our world? Lord Jesus, we cry out to you as the Prince of Peace. And we know that that is talking uh, in many ways of our relationship with you and our relationship with one another and also our relationship with ourselves. But Lord, we particularly cry out that you bring peace between different tribes, between different people groups, uh, that somehow they would find a way to find peace in this troubled world. Uh, Lord Jesus, we pray, would you move sovereignly? Would you hear our hearts cry? In your name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please take your seats. Now, one of the things that I get involved in, uh, as well as uh, the privilege of serving the team here, is uh, as part of the wider family that we call Catalyst. Uh, and some of you will be new to Woodside, and you'll be, you may not be familiar with this, but we're part of a family of churches uh, that we Call, had to call ourselves something, so we called ourselves Catalyst, which is actually part of a, a broader family called New Frontiers, if you're familiar with our history. But I just want to talk a little bit about Catalyst uh, and what we've been involved with recently. Uh, so Catalyst is a family of churches that in, are in many nations across the world. And one of the things that I've been asked to do over recent years is be a bit of a... Um, uh, I was going to say an irritant, but, but an encouragement, that's a better word, for church planting. Uh, and a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a leaders event in Milton Keynes, and I was asked to share about church planting. And part of what I shared, I wanted to mention this morning, just to help us all know what God is doing amongst us. Now, we know God is doing remarkable things through all sorts of families and and. and uh, uh, Christian groups, and that is fantastic, and we're only part of the picture, we realize, but we do feel God has spoken to us about the part that we're supposed to play, and the thing that I was asked to look at is share is how many churches are in Catalyst, not that we're about numbers, but just get a feel for who we are, and particularly how many churches have we planted over the last 10 years, and I also looked at how many churches we planted in the last 12 months and we're planning to plant in the next 12 months. Just to get a bit of a sense of, of how we're doing in planting into new places, into new nations, into new cities and new locations. 
And also, is that something that's on the increase? Are we decreasing? Should we be concerned? Should we be encouraged? All those sorts of things. And what I'd love to show you is a couple of maps uh, and just talk a little bit about uh, what, what God's doing and then show you a couple of videos or one video with two testimonies on uh, about some of our church planting. So the first thing to say is that over the last 10 years, and really the, the map illustrates the numbers, but the last 10 years in Catis, we've planted over 300 churches, which was a shock to all of us. <laughs> Uh, and a great encouragement. So to give you an idea, there's probably about 20 churches being planted in, in the UK, 20 in other nations, in, the, in different nations in, in Europe. The real hotbed is in Africa, praise God, particularly East Africa, actually. So we have groups of churches that over the last 10 years have probably planted 60 or 90 churches. So God is doing something remarkable, which is worth noting, which we are noting, is there's a, there's a, there's a shift in who Catalyst is, actually, as well. You know, we are growing, but also there is a, such an engine. Praise God for our African brothers and sisters. And so that's very exciting. Uh, but actually, we're finding God is leading us to plant many areas, So, uh, which includes... Uh, New Zealand, notice. Unfortunately, I'm not involved in the New Zealand churches. Uh, whenever I hear some of my friends have got called to New Zealand, I'm thinking, Lord, speak now. But this isn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. Uh, so that's great. But also, the next map, if you can show Steve, uh, is just gives it a feel for uh, we continue. So we're looking the last 12 months and the next 12 months. Sorry, Wendy, am I, am I in your way? Uh, uh, last 12 months, the next 12 months, we'll get, we'll, over 100 more churches will be planted. Uh, and so it really feels like we're taking this serious and we're seeing this right across our family. One of the things that Simon Holly, who leads the, the Catalyst team, Simon, great friend, uh, uh, leads the um, King's Arms Church uh, just down the road. We planted King's Arms, did you know that? <laughs> I always remind Simon we planted them. But <laughs> uh, they're a remarkable church, wonderful family. Uh, Simon Caroline are very good friends with Dawn and I. And uh, a few weeks ago, uh, uh, Simon felt God dropped something into his spirit. I love the way he described it. He said, Look, I'm not saying God has spoken, but there was just something that, that, that came to him. And, and what it was was that, that we should consider, as a, as a catalyst movement, training a thousand church planters. Wow. I remember when he shared that with me, uh, I, 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 what did you say, you know? Uh, and now we're not saying God has spoken, We've just, we're sharing it and asking our churches to pray into it, to catch hold of what God is saying. Uh, but I've, I've, um, I've been with Simon before when God has spoken to him in similar ways, so, so we're really listening intently. Uh, and I just wanted us to pray and to thank God what he's doing amongst us pray for our brothers and sisters in these different places some of the ones we've just heard and also begin to pray into the idea of training a thousand church planters now when we planted 300 churches over the last 10 years it, it doesn't sound so crazy but it's a it's 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 not a small thing and so we want to pray into that and hear God together can we do that together now okay let's thank God and let's pray together let's pray Father God, we just come before your throne this morning. Lord, we give all the glory and all the honor. Father, we are so thankful for the amazing work that is happening throughout the world, Lord. 
Father, we want to thank you for the new um, church in Turkey. Father, even if people went through pain, buildings were destroyed. But Father, you know, we were able to uh, plant a church in Turkey. Father, I pray that more lives will be saved. People will go there and they'll be reminded of who you are, Lord. Father, we want to thank you for the amazing work happening in Togo. Lord, it's also good to hear when a witch doctor can change their lives to you, Father. And Father, we pray for more of this happening in the whole world, especially in Africa or even in Europe, Lord. We just pray that, Father, you come through, Lord. And Father, we want to thank you even for the 1,000 church planters. Father, Lord, I pray that you make way for us, O oh God, as a, as a church or even as, as a as catalyst as a whole, Lord. We pray for this 1,000 plant, church planters, Father. And I pray that, Lord, this will not only be just the numbers, but also to go and open churches everywhere. So that, Father, people's lives will be changed, Lord. Father, people are so hungry for you, but sometimes they don't know where to go. But, Lord, I pray that this is an opportunity, O oh God, to reach out to so many nations and to reach out to many cities, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we cannot do this on our own. But, Father, we can only do this with you. Father, help us, lead us, give us wisdom, O oh God. Lord, I pray that you direct our path as well, Lord, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thanks, Tabs. Thanks, Tabs. Uh, okay, we're going we're gonna, to uh, finish by worshipping together. Uh, and la the last two times I've led these mornings, I've overrun significantly. Uh, I've learned my lesson. But we particularly wanted to give a chance to just come back to God uh, as, as part of uh, our time together uh, rather than just finish. And so I've asked Colin and the band to lead us for a while. Uh, the, the thing I wanted to say was this. That there was a line, and I won't, probably won't get it exactly right, but it was a line in George of the World about preparing our hearts uh, and uh, giving, giving God room in our hearts. And I just want to, as we just come to worship, I just want to pray for us that this Christmas is all also be about our relationship with him, uh, that, that there would be room in our hearts and there would be something that God would do in us uh, personally. As we, as we come to this Christmas season, and then Colin's going to lead us for a while as we worship. Jesus, I thank you that uh, as we celebrate and as we consider this coming season, Lord, I thank you that it's not all about what happens out there. Uh, those things are important. Lord, we do call out to you for our offering. We do call out to you for what's happening in the world. We do call out to you for these, the church plants and, and our brothers and sisters that are pioneering in different places. But Lord, this season is also about our relationship with you. Uh, I thank you, Jesus, that you were declared as Emmanuel, God with us. And then Jesus, you said you will never leave us or forsake us. Thank you that you've sent the Holy Spirit to come alongside, to be with us and in us. And so, Lord God, I pray that this Christmas season would be a season when our hearts would prepare room for you. In fact, God, we even say now, Lord, we, are, we want to be open to you. We want to be open to all that you have for us. We thank you that there is good news for us too. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who is eager to to reveal more of himself to us. And we say, God, do that, we pray. Do that as we come to you, even now to worship. We say, God, would you speak to us? Would you encourage us? Would you strengthen us? Would you bring peace into our hearts if our hearts are troubled? Lord, but we want to create space for you in our lives and in our lives during this season. We want to, want to make sure that, that you are in the center of all that we're involved in, in this busy time.
uh, which has much joy and much celebration for many. But Lord, most of all, we want to have space for you and know of your leading and your love in our lives. We love you, Jesus, and we bless you, and we worship you. Hallelujah. You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.